0: Welcome back to Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. I'm your regular Kung Fu grasshopper. And as always, I am joined by the Kung Fu Master, Dave. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? (laughs) Good, good, good. Um, This is an exciting episode. This is one of my favorite Kung Fu movies we're covering. Uh, I've liked this one for a long time. And it's also around about our year anniversary, isn't it, for this kung fu podcast yeah it's with it's in the same week so it's close enough yeah and it's also jet lee's birthday oh uh, this week as well so it's exciting times the movie we are covering is got like three names <laughs> tai chi master is also known as two brothers or twin brothers i believe i think it has both both names what name did you know it as when you first watched it uh
1: twin warriors that was the the oh, it's US, just got US, maybe UK release um, title.
0: Uh, okay, I don't remember which one it was. Um, I twin, I'm sure it was Two Brothers as well. It Might have been. Um, I, I can just that. see the
1: box art and it definitely says Twin yes, Warriors. Yes, you're right. Uh, that's what I remember warriors.
0: coming to the theater as. I think I saw it as Tai Chi Master. Uh, I think, but I also knew that there was a second name when I watched it. And it's really good. It is probably the most Kung Fu, Kung Fu movie we've seen so far <laughs> in our tw- uh, 20 movies we've covered. Yeah. And that's saying something. <laughs> There's at least
1: like <laughs> 100% more Kung Fu in this.
0: Yes. All the time. Uh, 110% more Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. It is all Kung Fu and it's great. Um, it's I remember it differently a little bit than I did like watching it now. I remembered, it, I remembered it being a bit different, but it's still the same cool Kung Fu that I, I remember. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we've got to talk about the cast. It's it's obviously Jet Li covering it for his birthday. But um, who else is in this movie, Dave? Well, we have uh,
1: Michelle Yeoh, and she mm-hmm. is uh, one of two um, leading ladies in the film. Um. We we covered her in something else, and I don't remember what it was. It was in the beginning. (laughs) So, like, a year ago. Um, (laughs) I'm not... It's not even... uh, Huh. Did we? Maybe we didn't. I'm not seeing anything immediately on her filmography. Uh, No... Well, well, she's anyway. coming with that famous movie, Crouching yeah. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, one of her first films, um, which was actually just prior to this one, um, in 1992 was Supercop. And then she's in Heroic Trio, which I know I mentioned. It must have been one of the other actresses. Um, but uh, she's one of the, the headliners in Heroic Trio um, and Executioner's in 93, which is the sequel to Heroic Trio. Um, this film, uh, Tai Chi Master. Then in um, Wing Chun in 94, which she actually, she portrays Yim Wing Chun. Um, That's Silverhawk. She's one of the
0: lead, she's one of the lead actresses um, that has done a lot more because a lot of the ones we cover seem to do one or two. Yeah. Uh, And they tend to be models where she's, yeah, she's actually
1: she notably does.
0: Um, and films she's and films. Yes, yes. And she's also one of the ones that's broken to the West as well. Yes. Um, she was in she's done um, a, lot a of... James
1: Bond film, Tomorrow Never Dies, with P- Pierce Brosnan, she... I think.
0: Yep. She's um... also in um, Star Trek, the TV series.
1: Oh, the new one. That's right. I yeah. totally forgot about that. Uh, and then um... she was in the third... Third, I think it's the third mummy film
0: yep yeah, the dragon emperor which I two of tit- the dragon emperor <laughs> yeah so yeah, she's very cool she's a very good actress and very talented um martial artist as well
1: yeah um so there are, there are a couple other stuff um nothing else. she's there's another Yitman film. Uh, it's filming right now, so it's surprise, Jin Jinji, We've talked about that. That's the uh, other um, Wing Chun practitioner, um, in the third third uh, Yip Man film. So that also oh, follows his story, does it? Yeah,
0: that's kind of cool. Then, yeah, she's even produced a few movies and written one. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's
1: cool. Yeah, it's pretty pretty prolific. It has uh, 52 acting credits to her name. Um, I guess that brings us to our... Uh, we'll just, I'll just move on to um, Finny Yun is the other main um, actress in the film. Uh, she has, yeah, 50 credits and a good chunk of those are also... Um, they're between dramas and some Kung Fu movies. Uh, the Swordsman in 1990. Um, let's see. Uh, Swordsman 2. Uh, also with Jet Li in 92. Uh, Royal Tramp 1 and 2. And those were with uh, Stephen Chow. And... not Legend of the Liquid Sword, 93. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh... I wonder if, let's see, Dragon Get Angry. I don't know what this is. And then a film called Dragon Get Angry in 2005. Um, That looks more like a drama, but there's no, um, there's no like photo of the the film, just has a little synopsis. Um, So yeah, she's had, again, a sizable um, martial arts filmography.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't in the movie as long ago, was she?
1: No, um, unfortunately. She had a, a a good opening scene, and then it was just kind of in the background for the rest of the time that she was in the movie.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, I was thinking of the other um the actress who gets killed by Timbo.
1: Wasn't that... <laughs> I thought it was the same... Isn't it the same? There was three? There was three girls? I thought that was just the two. Yeah. No, because this, she played Miss Yeah, this is two. yeah, yeah. So she's the one that um, is killed by Chinbo.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's about halfway through or something, she gets yeah. killed, yeah.
1: Spoiler. Um, she didn't make but yeah. it.
0: yeah. No. Um, I guess, speaking
1: of Chinbo, um, this is
0: one of oh, the Oh, wait, two. did I get the wrong name? Is it? Which one's the good one? Which one's the bad one? Chinbo <laughs> is, is,
1: um, Chin Suho, the, the angry monk. So the T or the C C cause it. Started... So the C the bad one. C is the bad one. Yeah. It, it's even oh, okay, watching okay, the okay, movie, was...
0: it was difficult to, to talk yeah. <laughs> so Jinbao and Jinbo and was... Chin Cause that sounds the same almost. Sorry, <laughs> must be my accent. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, we're on the same page now. Uh, okay, go. What's, what's his filmography? What's he done? I I don't know if I recognize him or not.
1: Uh, he's had he's a pretty pretty extensive list. Um, Seventy nine sure, yeah. films. Uh, he didn't really have any kind of. He had a break, sort of, for the. 2000s um he has a, a handful of films there but um most of his filmography is from the 80s um actually almost every single year in the 80s he did a film <laughs> so there's a uh, boxer from the temple in 1980 um two champions of death also 1980 mm, mahjong heroes i wonder if that's uh, a kung fu film don't know 81 um, and then uh, quite a few films that are just the Chinese titles. Um, Crazy Shaolin Disciples in 85, The Master Strikes Back, uh, 85. He's in My Lucky Stars 2 with Jackie Chan in 1985. And then the film that I recognize him from is um, Mr. Vampire, uh, 1985. And then there's just a bunch of, a, a lot of films that I'm not familiar with until like the 90s. Um, they may get hit with <laughs> also more that I I don't know the name of. Um, so he's in Tai Chi Master in '93, which is the one we're going to discuss. Um, Fist of Legend, mm-hmm. he was in that one with uh, Jet Li again. And then again, there's that hiatus kind of. He has a few films in '99 and 2000, then nothing until 2006. Um, Battle of the Warriors, which I think is just a period piece. Then, The Lost Bladesman in 2011. Uh, And then, the film I recently watched him in was 2013's Rigor Mortis. Um, That's another... That one's sort of an anniversary uh, of the death of one of the main actors from Mr. Vampire. Um, Or, I guess that one was the anniversary. Um, There's a movie last year, which is the anniversary film, Vampire Cleanup Department. Um, Very little kung fu, uh, but a lot of cool hopping vampires but <laughs> so those, those that's his uh demography
0: yeah okay so yeah he's um i do recognize him from the um dislodged with jet lee yeah i think he's he was in that like the red, that uh... cool fight in the courtyard yeah it's Yeah. The courtyard one. That was a really cool fight he just yeah, looks different.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is funny because it's filmed probably in the same year. Or at least really close to when they did
0: Twin Warriors. Yeah. Another good film. <laughs> Another good film. Um
1: Director. Do we talk about the director? Uh we didn't. We s we forgotten him. Um so this is uh, Yun Wuping, uh <clears throat> who we have. Discussed before, uh, with he, he, since he did Kung
0: Fu Hustle. I don't think. Oh, yep. uh, <laughs> He was the stunt. I don't know if we mentioned this last time. He did the stunts for Kill Bill too. Yes.
1: Yeah, and he hasn't That's had anything cool. after. Um. Oh, it hit the wrong, wrong button. That's his seventy-three actor credits. Um. Well, he is directing uh, Ip Man's Chung Tin Chi. Um, okay, cool. There's a film called Thousand Faces of Dunja, which I think was on Netflix or it's on Amazon. I'll have to take a look at it. Um, it looked kind of interesting, but I only ever saw the cover, uh, which is, I guess is cool. I like to see a cover and be interested in the film versus just a silly box art sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. He doesn't have anything upcoming aside from Eatman. Uh,
0: Yeah, he's done a lot of stunts. He did six, 67 credits for stunt work um, for, like, stunt coordinator.
1: Yeah, it's pretty extensive. Um, he's he's on both sides of the camera um, quite a bit.
0: Well, I think as we talked about, like, that experience as a martial artist seems to portray it well when you're directing or coordinating stunts, the stunts are cooler. <laughs>
1: yeah, you have a better um, idea of what, translates to you know on, on camera.
0: Yeah, because he's been there done that. Um yeah he worked on *Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon.
1: Uh, and and I think the um Green Destiny, the sequel.
0: Uh, yeah, he's done a lot. And he's there directed a lot too. <laughs> directed thirty one. <laughs>
1: And then we have uh, uh, Yun Chunyang, who we we just discussed in on the last episode. Um, uh, Oh, look, he's also in Vampire Cleanup Department, coming out in well this year. But uh, (laughs) uh, aside from that, I think we got everything last time. His Kung Fu Hustle, The Grandmaster, um, Kung Fu Killer. So he's still pretty active, and he's loaded was on the matrix. Yes. Oh, um, which character was he? He was the um it's the guy with the eyebrows. That was helping um like the rebellion. He's the only other like main character that's not.
0: I oh yeah, 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 he's the
1: Jinbao. The
0: rebels. He's the one that survives. Yeah, he's the one um, that ha- he was he was trying to do
1: tai chi or trying to master it, but then he was like, wasn't like mad, but he was a little bit upset that uh, um, Jinbao like learns it after going crazy, and he spent his whole life yeah, trying yeah. to learn it.
0: <laughs> and he, yeah, he was the doctor. He was the medicine guy, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. He had, he had like two
1: two cool fight scenes.
0: Mostly he was scared, though, and hit. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I know. I'm up to speed now. <laughs> the pictures don't always do it justice on these IMDb.
1: No, because they're, well, they're using his picture from um, uh, Once Upon a Time in China.
0: Yeah, well, that. expensive. Where he only
1: has, like, 30 seconds of screen time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's always hard to follow <laughs> Who else will we got on this crew? Anyone else uh, that's worth talking about?
1: That was pretty much it, uh, other than John Kuson. Um, let me look at his. So, this is the um, the royal eunuch, the guy that's like has the the pasty makeup on. He's like
0: the boss oh, yes. of all
1: the, the the army. He's
0: the general guy.
1: Yeah, uh, he does not have um he only has eight films to his to his uh, filmography however every single one of them um is a kung fu film so shaolin temple in 82 shaolin temple 2 in 84 martial arts of shaolin in 86 yellow river fighter in 88 uh tai chi master uh, 93 and then the new legend of shaolin in 94 uh, that's also jet li and flying swords of Dragon Gate in 2011. I think Jet Li was in that one too. Yes, Jet Li is also in that one. And what was the painted skin, the resurrection? That's m- there's some martial arts, but it's more of like a f- fantasy monsters kind of kind of deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was actually pretty good. I was surprised when he actually got around to fighting. He hit; he was pretty good. He yeah, it was, it was a good, uh, good little
1: scene. Especially for someone that's just yelling at people the entire time. Or he wasn't really yelling. He was just quietly telling people to do
0: stuff. Yeah, he was like a real lame character. He was just sitting there doing that. When he got <laughs> up and fought, he did well. And also we need to mention like the 300 stunt people who just kicked ass in this film too. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. This has an
1: extensive um, background character cast. A lot of, a lot of side people they just don't have names, but they, they, they take a hit. (laughs) They get beat up a little bit. Yeah. they,
0: They earn their keep, man. Like it's full on. And some of the things they did with those spears were pretty darn cool. Yeah. Like flicking gently around and yeah. Very impressive. Are we ready for reviews? I think it's that time. Good or bad? Or ugly? (laughs) We have three of them. Um,
1: No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll do the good one. I think we
1: did the bad last time.
0: Good one. All right. uh, Jet Lee and Michelle Yell, enough said. (laughs) It's the title of this review. Uh, this is from Inzy Whimsy, ninth of May, two thousand and two. So nine years after the release of this movie, and let's go. This movie is breathtaking! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! If you like martial arts and even a little comedy, watch this Yun Wu Ping classic. The opening Tai Chi training scene is so well done see how everyone's movements are in sync and sets the standard for the film. Yun-woo's gift for chor- choreography... I can never say that word, probably. ...is evident throughout as weapons used include swords, spears, stars, and tables too. Exclamation like <laughs> The Shaolin-Luhan pole formation scene must be watched in slow-mo to really appreciate it. Just... Jet sorry, Jet does an awesome job as Jun Bao and his martial arts is amazing. More surprising is Michelle Yao, who's incredible in every scene she's in, her movements are fluid yet yet also graceful. From the spinning table scene fight to battling an army of soldiers. Yao really demonstrates her fighting prowess and acting ability as well. Being that this was the first Jet Li film I've seen, it's one of my all-time favourites. It made me realise that incredible movies like this do exist. Interesting. I like that review. Um, Because someone who's just getting into Jet Li or think could easily take this, as we've seen before, in bad reviews, as being like too hyper realistic or too over the top for the pe- them. So um yeah, it's good good review. I like it. That that scene that they mentioned uh, the the Shaolin Luhan Pole formation. That's, <laughs> yeah. Is that one with like standing on their sh- people's shoulders <laughs> and like throwing so. spears at Je- Jet Li? Yeah. That what that was very cool
1: that no, it was cool and the okay the whole time that that scene started all I could think of was they had to train to to do that specifically like not not the actors but the the monks like in the film would have had to like learn to do that if someone ever like was going to be kicked out of the temple <laughs> so it's really it's really funny like if you think about it that way it's like okay now because it's not random there they, you had to have been like assigned some dude's shoulders to jump on so it's like you better go jump on that guy's shoulders if this ever happens but what if what if the guys whose shoulders you're supposed to jump on is the one that's being kicked out or
0: what if he's sick that day yeah he's not there
1: <laughs> like we have to have an exact because there's it was a symmetrical thing so we have to have an exact number of monks to be able to jump on shoulders to form the circle
0: yeah you're
1: spoiling it it was cool no it was great it was really funny i just all i could think of was you're right they had to like train for that scene on purpose and that's like probably hours of training like you better jump and not fall (laughs) and then you gotta fling your your pole like precisely
0: yeah that made it sound way ruder than it needed it to um (laughs) sorry (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's what shallow monks do though. They train hard. They're perfect. They're so precise at what they do. Even if the monk wasn't there, they're so good he could just still stand in thin air and just still do the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, any other thoughts on this this review? Um, I liked I actually like what they said. No, this was this was a good review. Um and it roughly it was similar time that I saw, I think it was two thousand and three that I first saw this film film. On VHS, I think. <laughs> so Yeah. Probably the same. Yeah. I, uh,
1: I think I just had a whatever I picked up at the store. Some dub. Yeah, it was version.
0: A wee, <laughs> I was actually down south. My brother was living down Dunedin, which is the way at the south of New Zealand. And uh, that's a big university town here. And I went down, I was staying with him. And we printed it out on VHS. Um, I don't know how I worked out that it had multiple names, though. I don't know. Probably because
1: everything does. Um, I will say that this film is like, at, at the time of our recording this episode, it's actually pretty hard to get a hold of and it's expensive. So if anyone listening is interested in getting a hold of it and you see it on like sale, I would grab it. Because it's probably just going to get more expensive and harder to find.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those yeah underrated gems I think in the martial art movie world. I think it's because... just a forgotten one. I mean, I remember well, yeah, watching it, yeah.
1: and it like I think you you mentioned that this was way better than I thought it was going to be. Like I had a memory of it being you know entertaining, and uh, it just doesn't stop. It goes the whole time. It's like dialed up to eleven. It's great. <laughs>
0: yeah but it's it's yeah, it's very good like i would say in some ways it's more entertaining than once upon a time in china but once upon a time in china it's a long name to keep repeating it gets a lot of it's really well known and it's slave was one of like the great chinese kung fu films but this is a bit of kung fu film in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> And once upon a time time in china maybe has a more um I guess, the story. I don't know what the word I'm trying to think of is, but it's I think it's a more pertinent story to, to, I guess, the culture of China, maybe. I don't know.
1: I, I think it's maybe more to do with the figure of Wong Fei-Hung and and the the lineage and yeah. amount of films um, that that character has had devoted um, to him versus this, which is pretty standalone.
0: That's a good point. The way Feng Hung is very, um, yeah. Iconic character and very revered, in, well, in China and Chinese cinema. But you think that'd be harder for a film to stand up and beat the rest. Whereas Once Upon a Time in China seems to be one of the films that's noted as the greats among that genre of Wei, Wei Feng Hong. So, yeah, yeah I'm not really true. sure.
1: I also could have something to do with the way the choreography is done in this film. It's. Um... It, I don't know how you want it. Like, it takes itself seriously to a point that, like, the ridiculous stuff isn't ridiculous because everyone just believes that that's what's supposed to happen. Whereas, if only a, if only a few people are like kind of jumping and flying around, it, it always looks a little weird. But if everybody is, then that's just how it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, it was definitely one of the films where it's the legend of. The, I guess the popularization of Tai Chi. Yeah. That's why I always took it as. And so it's become greater and, and grander than it was. These these masters were this good um, that they could do dynasty warrior level stuff.
1: Yes. Um, it definitely felt a little bit like some of the scenes in um, the Monk Comes Down the Mountain.
0: Yeah, that retelling becomes... Yeah, the story becomes... Grander. These are Shaman masters. Well, that's the thing. They weren't even Shalem masters. They were just very good. And they got kicked out of the Shalon temple. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah we'll get on to that. Um, should we read the bad review? Yep. What do we got? Nice and short. Um <laughs> Nice and short. It was bad. Best place of what it is. Uh, one star. That's the only one star. Which I'm surprised there's even any one stars but it is the title is makes quotation marks, the fearless hyena quotation mark look good. I haven't seen that film. Have you? Uh,
1: not in recent memory. I've heard of it's it. Another, another Jackie Chan one.
0: The fearless hy- hyena. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to have to watch it now. Yeah, I, can't really <laughs> doubt, I can't really doubt that already. Okay. This is from uh digler underscore inc and well, these are on imdb by the way so if you want to go like check out these these user reviews you can uh, 13th of july 2001 so eight years after um, the movie release and almost a year before our last review this this is one silly movie the fights are boring and st- <sighs> nope failed already I,
1: the fights yeah, were great
0: yeah. entertaining yeah, the fights are boring and stupid <sighs> It to say it because the flying around on wires looks ridiculous. There is plenty of action and fighting, but it is extremely, no, it's, mm. Yun Wu Ping is the master of crap. Oh man, this guy's a dork. I can't believe they watch, watch this garbage in Asia. Do not pay money to see this boring movie. Who is this person? Diggler. Diggler. <laughs> Incorporated, Big Inc. I don't know if I can continue.
1: That was frustrating. Is there is there any reviews from like that are recent? I almost want to hear no. what people think, like you know, twenty years later.
0: Well, that's a good point. Um, there's no two stars. There's a three star that was done two thousand and four. Is there anything yeah, in, is, like the last ten 2000... years? I've got a two th- five star in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, should we do that? Yeah, read that It's one. five star. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. <sighs> Wait, that was a five star. Yeah, I'm curious hey, now. That's yeah, it. keep going. I'll read it. Dread, <laughs> this is from the Dread Knights, which is the um, it's the brother of the Dread Pirate Roberts, um, <laughs> the Dread Knight. Uh, this is 8th of june 2013 this is one of the top 10 worst movies i've seen and probably in top five when it comes to fighting movies i think my brain broke my brain my brain's broken (laughs) the plot is really unoriginal and boring most characters are pretty linear and dull The fighting is so, so very cheesy and you can see a lot of wires around. I don't see no wires. I didn't
1: see any wires. You can see him being used. Maybe that's what they meant.
0: Yeah, there was one time, I'm like, I saw there's a rope, but it was actually a rope that was on the set, not actually a rope being used. Like, yeah, it was a different thing. The movie starts somewhere nice, but it gets worse and worse. It's... Not worth more than six out. Of t- Hold on, it's not worth more than six out of ten. But I give it less in order to balance things, since it was rated pretty high by a lot of people that clearly haven't seen too many good movies, especially from this category sigh so, yes jetly does play in this movie but that doesn't mean it's a great one i had plenty more fun watching lone wolf starring chuck norris to be honest well that was a- <laughs> that was a review I can't, I can't. it's still going i just couldn't no. continue for a while <laughs> I needed some, pre- uh, some important pause. This movie is di- a disappointment to the genre and it makes the Shaolin monks look pretty bad overall. Again, I don't know how to take this. <sighs> I disagree. What do you want to say about this? Because I don't know if I can keep talking about this review. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't agree
1: with... like. Everything they said was the opposite of what I thought (laughs) about the movie. Why'd they give it five stars? I mean, five stars. He said, said,
0: which is dumb reason. He thinks it's a six, but gave it a five to reduce the average rating because he thinks other people liked it. Other people's opinions were wrong. It's your review, not other people's review. Stop trying to weight the average. I'm going to keep looking. Six stars. Uh, 2014, seven stars, uh, 2004, 2014, warning spoilers, that's too long, 2004. So there are recent people are reviewing it. Well, um, nine stars, uh, 2016 with a nine star. Too long I'm not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so people are uh, in recent times, although 2016 seems ages ago now, it's not really, <laughs> it's like is, yeah, years. no, it's just two years ago. Um, the one I read is a 2000, and no, oh, which one did I read? Yeah, I read the 2002 one, there's a 2009, 2006. 2007 yeah so most most of the recent reviews tend to be between the five and nine mark yeah see so yeah, people in recent times are still enjoying it yeah i, I just still I sorted it by heck. date um but it doesn't let me warn oh, you're
1: clever okay yeah i grabbed the the 2016 um, this is a 9 out of 10. I'm just going to read it anyway. Uh, so this okay. is by Leofwine Draka. Leofwine underscore Draka. Uh, Yun Wu Ping is the sheer hand behind this outstanding Jet Li martial arts flick, which is among the best films in the actor's career, as well as being one of the top period martial arts films I've had the pleasure of watching. The story itself adds an emotional layer to it. as a fairly novel and remarkable premise Two childhood buddies end up going their separate ways after many years of friendship, and they finally become bitter enemies. Typical Chinese humor of the slapstick variety enlivens this movie, which offers 95% of top notch action, and dispels those with boring plot acquisition moments. The only problem with the film is the very noticeable wirework, especially in the final sequences, but this doesn't spoil what is a very fluid and beautiful film to watch. Jet Li seems more self-assured and amiable here than he did in the Once Upon a Time in China movies and he's ably supported by a strong cast that includes an excellent Yun Chun-yan as the unlucky Reverend Ling and an ass-kicking Michelle Yeoh as the feisty female lead. The bad guy is actually fleshed out here with believable motives and it's fascinating to watch as he's corrupted by power. The film doesn't shy away from violence which is always cartoonish and therefore entertaining. The fights are plentiful with lots of props getting smashed to pieces, people jumping and flying all over the place and all kinds of other outlandish things going on. It certainly beats the po-faced seriousness of crouching tiger, hidden dragon any day of the week. Uh, yeah, I think I can agree with most of what's going on here and they helpfully gave us a bit of the plot synopsis.
0: Yeah, no, that was, that's the X's spot on review. Uh, it's it's very good. Look, like, yeah, the last fight scene was cool and entertaining, but it was a little bit over the top um with the wire. I agree. So yeah, spawn review is exactly how I kind of feel about the film. There's great action, the characters are great. It didn't have too much time wasted with like once upon a time in china was there was a lot of fill-in stuff to try and like make sure you knew what was going on whereas this was all left to you just to work out and know and yeah it was just Mm -hmm. fast-paced no no what time wasting um even the ending was very what i remember as chinese cinema back from this era was that they just end open they don't like the hero gets the heroine like in all western films. It was just like he's like, "I'm off,", <laughs> <laughs> I'm off and you don't open a school, yeah. And she's like, "Well, I see you again." He's like, "Yeah, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's way more open to interpretation. What's what, and you can decide what this hero, or what this character does in the end. Um, yeah. Oh, that's what the mentioned of I think the good review that I read first it's it mentioned the opening sequence with the tai chi and it's oh man i've mentioned the last episode with the, the the doing the training on the beach scene how cool that was in the intro and this was the same thing i love seeing these things so you just got like a, a huge crowd of people doing their um movements tai chi i guess in this case it's very cool
1: did it end that way as well no it then. ended that way as well
0: i did okay yeah yeah i like this film (laughs) that's good do we need to talk about more of the plot i Uh, guess we could. i mean we'll just
1: maybe maybe a little bit of specifics so um Shall i read the imdb
0: plots Uh, sorry Uh, yeah it's nice and quick (laughs) (laughs) two two friends yeah two friends excel and monks Part ways, as they brush with the ongoing rebellion against the government, the ambitious one rises up to the powerful military commander while his betrayed friend resorts to learn the calm ways of tai Chi hmm. that's
1: weird on the last part of the sentence that that I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs>
0: Yeah, resorts. So that's the interesting thing is the, the Tai Chi um, scrolls or I don't know what else you call them. Uh, this is a scroll. It's not a book. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> the manuscripts of yeah, the bamboo um, of Tai Chi um, were given to uh, Chin Bao, the bad one, the bad brother. Yeah, by and, their, and um, it's head monk. Their master. Yeah. And it's because he knew he had lots of potential and was a very powerful warrior and great fighter, but also knew he had inner anger and turmoil that he was worried would turn to evil, which it did. And so like I guess that's an interesting subplot to me or story is that if he had taken the time or humbled himself to learn Tai Chi and take the advice of his master, he may not turn the, into the, the villain he was. Um. It, yeah, it could have been, but
1: uh because when the when the master hands him that scroll, I mean he you know he gives it to him and he says when something to the effect of uh when when you're starting to lose your way or you find that your anger is overtaking you, like read this and it'll help you out. But um uh Jinbao had the scroll and Jinbo didn't have it. So he wouldn't have been able to do it anyway.
0: Well, yeah, well, that's true, but I also think he abandoned it. Like he forgot about it. He wasn't interested because he he, his character he was more interested in he gaining power. power was, like, uh, yeah, and he thought he was powerful enough. already. Mm-hmm. he didn't see his own weakness, and um, and it led to his demise. Because I think they implied that he was always the better out of the two, but it yeah, was that, the Tai Chi that, that the hundred.
1: whole first like twenty minutes was. Showing us was that Chinbo was the better fighter between Jinbao and or, or between the two.
0: Yeah, and it was the it was the peaceful Tai Chi um, that actually was his demise. Um, so I, I really like that as a story concept as well. Like it's super simple, but it's it's got a good um, mo- uh, what is the, what's the word? It's not mo- motive. It's uh, it's moral. Moral. It's an N word. I was trying to get there. My brain wasn't working. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a real nice moral. Like it's real simple, but it 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 speaks volumes as well. And that's that's what I really liked about this film. And that's what I remember. An interesting point for me. I remembered the the span of time being portrayed clear in the original when I originally watched it. And that I was very aware that time, long time had passed, and that they had grown separate as brothers. Whereas this, it was like literally, like they were to deal with brothers, and then the next day they were enemies. Like in this, it was it was very clear that time had passed because they suddenly had really long hair, (laughs) because because they had hair, but it was like a lot of hair. Yeah, but I kind of, I I it's funny how my memory. I, I thought I, I knew it seemed like they'd gone on a grand journey separately, whereas it's just implied that they'd gone on a grand journey. So I guess the result is the same, but my memory, yeah, as I said, I filled in more in my nostalgic brain.
1: Yeah. Well, and there's not even any specific moments where it shows that they've grown apart. It literally time skips. It's gotta be like two years. There's <laughs> a, a long time to grow. That well, I've hair. grown my hair.
0: Yeah, I've grown my hair, and it's not that long, and it's been two years, so (laughs) it's at least two or three years, at least. And
1: they Um, hadn't seen each other. Like, they run into each other sort of by happenstance, and they're already on their two different paths. One's a member of the Rebellion, and the other one's trying to um, become a lieutenant um, in the the governor. It's not governor,
0: whatever he is. The the, the eunuchs uh, army. The interesting thing is is that um, Bao, the bad one, he he still protects them at first. Like, yeah, at first. Because he finds um, his, out that they're in trouble. It, maybe.
1: Um, the, the thing with his fall into, like, bad ways, being evil, like, it wasn't half-hearted. He went, like, the whole, as far as you can go. And it, it's really weird yeah. because you see his character's angry, but you don't think that he's just going to, like murder people <laughs> just to become more powerful and you know, yeah, you know take there's a double no, take. because we missed that two years or whatever we don't see him decline we just see him already at the bottom
0: yeah um, see I had a double take because in that scene where they're chasing the, the soldier and then they run into Jinbal Jitli and Jinbal meets with the soldier who's going to tell them where the rebels are and Jin Bell just cuts him down, and they're like, "Oh, thanks, dude." I gently was wearing a bandana, so I didn't actually click on the long hair. Like this, this time I was like, "Hold on, these guys were monks. They were like scared to touch women like yesterday." <laughs> like, like they, <laughs> but it wasn't yesterday. There was a whole set of them, but it wasn't. You know, I was like, "Oh, wait, he's got." You can see the long hair, but it was because of the bandana. It threw me off. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it just looked like he was wearing a bandana.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the the big thing is we don't. Um, I don't know if it's a product, if it's time. Uh, I think really it's just the Hong Kong, the, the Chinese way of filming things, is there isn't a, um like, a, it's not a, a subtitle, you know, a title card. That's what I wanted to say. Um, there's not a title card that pops up and goes, oh, so many months later or so many years have passed. You're just left to go,
0: well, they got long hair, so I guess it's way later now well and I, and I, that's one of the things I've always talked about, as I kind of alluded to it just a little bit earlier with Chinese cinema it leaves it i guess often they treat the audience as well, they intelligent treat you smarter, audience i think yeah, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of Western movies tend to be spoon fed in their plot and their narrative and yeah. moral um and so I've actually always talked about how I like that um and there's open-ended endings to to chinese cinema films often mm-hmm.
1: yeah no i think it's it's a good yeah. way to deal with it i just personally would want to have seen some of what happened in those intervening you know
0: years i um, i agree and i wonder if there was in the original baby cut and they pulled it out to, to, to yeah it, it may have just been speed things up.
1: because the movie by itself was um close to two hours it's like an hour and 40 minutes No, it's only an hour and
0: a half i thought I thought it was an hour and a half. It, well, it's it's actually a a long, long time film. of an
1: hour and 36 minutes. So
0: yeah. And that's including credits. So yeah. yeah. So, so I yeah, we a... guess we're
1: looking at an hour and a half. It, it, it and the pace was so, quick. It doesn't feel like it's that
0: long at all. Really? No, it's a, yeah, it's a very quick film. Um, but yeah, they could have added an extra 10, unlike the other films we talked about recently, they could have added 10 minutes in another. the other five. guys could have taken out like 30 10 minutes. Mi- <laughs> yeah. 20, 10 to 20. <laughs> Easy. Um, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's just, it was a very entertaining film with a very strong moral and principle and story that I kind of liked. And I don't know if it is based on any true legend about how Tai Chi was properized, but I like to think it was, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Do you know if it's got any Tai Chi kind of legend don't know or story? I I
1: think it's supposed to be,
0: um, one of the reviewers
1: that I just skimmed was, was stating that they were a practitioner of Tai Chi and they were excited to see how it was portrayed in the movie and some of the historical background, like, relevance. So there must be some... Uh, something to these characters. There is a sequel, but it doesn't even have if it is... the same characters.
0: Oh, weird. Um, e- even if it is... Um... It's embellished and it's taken upon. Yeah, for, for it's sure. still,
1: um, it's still a
0: fun story. Yeah. The and, um, when I just
1: glanced at the IMDB because I haven't seen the sequel, I didn't know there was one. Um, but it's uh, Wu Jing is the main protagonist, but the bad guy is our buddy Twister from um, uh, Ip Man.
0: Okay. Maybe we need to cover it. <laughs> yeah, we might have to track it down. <laughs> yeah, but this is maybe want to do. We haven't done any shit until this one. Um. So yeah, maybe we need to try and get some more Shaolin movies. Yeah, there's.
1: Well, there's a lot of them. <laughs> maybe we'll. Yeah, I'm surprised like, uh, we haven't. Um. There's the. Go. I think it's Golden Golden Men of Shaolin. I don't know. There's a bunch of Gordon Liu ones that are pretty cool. I think yeah. no, it's bronze. Eight, Eighteen bronze men. I think that's what it is.
0: Just their discipline and the the ability to do things, even like it. And it's not all just legends. Like the things they do now, like you can see the modern Shaolin monks. It's just amazing, the how they train their bodies and the way they move. Yeah, yeah. Because Jet Li was trained by Shaolin monks, wasn't he? But he's not obviously Shaolin monk. No. No, he, he trained most,
1: with them primarily is wushu um and i think he 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 became a a, a buddhist monk for a, a brief period of time i think in the mid-2000s
0: yeah, interesting yeah it's yeah it's a fun film i don't know else we can really say about it like i there was lots of, it was, I guess the comedy was talked about in those reviews. There was a little bit of um, slapstick, but it was never over the top. Uh, it was, it was these, it was from the perspective of these two monks who had been isolated, had no idea about the world, entering the world and seeing it from, from their, I guess, innocent eyes. And so things were strange and funny to them. And so I kind of, it worked. Well, for me. hmm <laughs> So,
1: um, you probably watched
0: the same version I did where it's dubbed. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Originally, I watched it in Chinese, but this one was dubbed.
1: Yeah, and I, that took away a little bit for me. So I mean, some of the voices are pretty distinctive, but quite a few, I was just they're annoying. Like, whatever the whoever they'd done for the dub cast was not that uh, great. It's always the way,
0: though. Yeah. It's always the way, um, especially older ones. I haven't actually listened to a modern dub for a while, so I don't know if they got any better at dubbing. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> I try to watch
1: it in, in um Chinese and I think that's what maybe threw me off because I remember I either the VHS or maybe I had the DVD. I know I know I have a DVD somewhere um and that one has the um, Cantonese I think. Which is probably the last time I had seen it but that was 2003, I don't know <laughs> somewhere around then. Um yeah, that's what yeah. I saw it. Yeah, and as we mentioned, uh, this uh I had no problem going back to watch this. Um, unlike some of our other films where they aged poorly. Um, this was... I think I mentioned I may have been more entertained watching this now uh, because of what we watched recently. Like, this just was more satisfying to watch. Um, just the first, like, ten minutes, I was like, yeah, there's so much kung fu going on.
0: They didn't uh, <laughs> skimp it. Yeah, no, and that's exactly what we're here for, is the kung fu. <laughs> And as I mentioned before, when I, they just, I know I'm liking the Kung Fu movie when I just realize I'm smiling and enjoying how the way they move. Like, and it's just so fun to see these masters and what they do move the way they do. It's just, it's phenomenal. Um, and yeah, very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I guess many other cool scenes. Like we talked a bit about, we, we talked about the first the scene, whole movie,
1: um, I'm trying to think if there was any, there wasn't like too many super notable, like there's the scene in the restaurant where they fight off, um, the government soldiers, which was pretty cool. Yep. Um, oh, well, I guess we should do do a brief discussion of uh, Michelle Yeoh's opening scene because that was good where, uh, she, she has a, a run in with her husband's like mistress that stole her husband from her it was like the most bizarre like setup
0: yeah because she's she's now was she busking kind of thing she just plays music to try and earn money yeah because obviously she's been abandoned
1: by her husband i think she was looking for him and she was she was upset and she wanted to give him back that um it's not a zither her loot thing she was like, oh, okay. this is her, that was her memento of him and she just wanted to give it to him so she could better forget, um, or try to get him back. But that didn't work out because he was a, a kind of a jerk.
0: He is a dick. Yeah. We don't, yeah. <laughs> she did better leaving him. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a cool scene because it was between her and the mistress. wasn't it? the fight scene and there's like some stilt work she like runs around on like broken stool with a stilts for a little bit. Uh, yeah. That, was that part fun. was great. Uh, they're, they're uh, fighting on top uh, of the tables fight, and balancing
1: so. on like two legs stuff, and stuff.
0: Uh... Yeah. And she it just did. Kicks, kicks my ass. Yeah, it was good. I, the, the other funny scene was um, when they get punished as students of the Sheldon temple and they have to break bricks on their head. Oh Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. It was just a great scene. Just seeing like Jetley's like fun side. And we seen there smacking his head. Uh, Yeah. With bricks and they're just shattering and destroying themselves. Um, And on that, the humor did kind of leave. Like it started off a lot more like, I guess, funny as things weren't as, as serious and the stakes weren't as high, but as the movie went on, okay, she did at a nice slope of humor disappearing because it was getting more and more serious.
1: Yeah, at about so like, I guess the, about the halfway point onward. Uh, I don't know. It was pretty. It was pretty serious, and people are dying. You're just like, okay. So there's uh, there's that, and uh, you know, we mentioned in the beginning when um, is it Miss is it Miss Lee? Um, yes, Miss Lee. Uh, she's murdered by Chinbo. Um oh, it was pretty dark. That was dark, and it was, like, oh, totally uncomfortable, because he basically has, like, a one-sided affection for her, and he's trying to force his attentions on her, and then when he's told that um, he should just be, like, the eunuch, and just do away with um, any kind of desire for women, he just, like, stabs her, and or he, I think he stabbed her in the back. Oh, he
0: snaps her neck doesn't he yeah. like from behind does shell and palm her, her neck yeah you're
1: just like oh yeah I think he just yeah he just uh, like a, a chop to the back of the neck which broke it but it's just so out of left field I mean not for him I guess just more stuff saying that hey he's a bad guy
0: well that, that's the sad thing with that one is that she probably would have liked him and did like him until he went with the opposite side
1: yeah and then like betrayed their entire rebellion it was actively having everyone killed.
0: Yeah. Because as we mentioned I mentioned earlier that he helped them at one point and then he had a chance to get promoted by winning a martial arts tournament, but he was too brutal and so he didn't get a promotion. Um and so he used then he used his connection with the rebels, Jet Lee's character, to set them up and created an ambush for them and which led to the most dynasty warrior fight ever in this movie it's like eight eight (laughs) rebels versus like three million soldiers and they they held their own for a long while and that's when she was captured and he tried taking her as his his wife or his mistress whatever and she refused and yeah it was just brutal and very uncomfortable but also necessary to show his dark descent i guess no i mean they could have done, done it
1: another way but um it definitely worked i guess yeah
0: true true um but if they didn't do anything then it would be like why what's so serious but <laughs> well, it, was prob- it was probably enough when he like had everyone killed
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true that's true
0: <laughs> we need him to be darker yeah i guess but, yeah and i forgot there was two fight scenes between him um i kind of blurred those together in my memory there was the fight scene when he's um jetly's rescuing um you're risking Michelle Yell? Michelle Yo, Yell, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the it's the final fight scene, and it happens quite close together. The, di- yeah, the differences is... they're
1: within like a few minutes of each other at the end of the film. Uh, and I think that was another part that I didn't really agree with what they were doing with Suleen's they She was she she had a lot of agency in the first you know chunk of the film, and then she just all of a sudden pushed to the side, like. She's useless. And then the movie just kind of ends. So it would have been neat to have her at least do... Well, I mean, she did get the one fight scene with um, the royal eunuch. So there, there's
0: that. That was a pretty good fight scene. Because she gets... When does she get... She gets captured. That's right. They, in mm. in the, their attack, um, and when they get ambushed, they try to take out the eunuch. Uh, they get ambushed because of Jinbo. And... But Jitly gets away and he goes to get her back. Yeah. Well, I mean he and rescues he, her.
1: Yeah, he was like pulled away um by the uh yeah, priest. <laughs> the Reverend, I guess. Yeah. He got he got roped and pulled onto a horse.
0: Yeah, yanked out of the crowd. And so he, he and he was mad because he was trying his hardest to 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 help. Mm-hmm. Um so she was captured and she wasn't killed as so basically to Yeah, she used bait to lure him in. Um, and that's just—I really—it's interesting because he was devastated, and they—they kind of played with her character. Was drinking her sorrows when her husband left her, and she was cheated on, cheated on, and abandoned. She was drinking her sorrows, and gently helped her get through that. And then after Jet Li had failed to to rescue like to, to save her in that battle, he turned to drink pretty quickly and was trying to drink his sorrows and was. And I thought that it was a little slapstick and a little bit silly, but it was also I like, kind of understand what they were trying to say. That yeah. It's, um, well, I mean, it's but basically
1: just not letting your past control your
0: present or your future. Yeah and and yeah so he then he turned his anger to get it for freeing her but once he had freed her it all caught up with him his how much his friend had changed and how he had lost his friend and he he snapped and lost his mind he couldn't he couldn't deal with that betrayal which which again is a bit over the t- is over the top but i understand what they're trying to say like they were so close they were and the name of the movie twin warriors or two brothers or yeah they were as thick as thieves as you might want to say you might say they were they were yeah they were joined to the hip ever since they were little kids um never thought they would ever have to fight like actually seriously against each other um but that they were at this point and so it was this breaking point uh so I, yeah i found that quite interesting and it was a funny little scene how <laughs> he was thinking he was a duck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: try trying to drink all the water. Or he's like, oh, you gave me water, and he just washes his hands in it and then tries to
0: drink from the puddle. The puddle water. And he's, like, sitting in the barrel. Um, <laughs> But the, the discovery of Tai Chi, like, how... Well, it's not Tai Chi. It's discovery of how force, everything has force, and that you can use that force to strengthen your own power and force. That's the whole basis of it. It's using the enemy's momentum against themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and really then like using the, the environment
1: the, to become stronger.
0: Uh, yeah, I really like that. Oh, and then you get that cool scene where he's like, "It is a train montage." Oh, I have not mentioned yes. this already. I love train. Yeah, that montages. was like
1: the huge chunk of the middle,
0: or I guess the, the um, last third. Yeah, it's not actually that long though. But yeah, he yeah. does the whole, <laughs> does the whole um, Tai Chi and and uses controls the the, the wind. and makes a whole like. Um, tornado of, of leaves and then it expands out and then the leaves are surrounding him but there's like an empty patch, like a meter circle around him of yeah, just, you know, like leaves. He makes a ball out of the leaves <laughs>
1: and he's like that's controlling
0: it. Yeah. But again, it it, it's <laughs> that that was ridiculous, but it was it was just cool. Um, Yeah, using the elements and using the, the, the force of nature to his advantage. And using, like, a soccer ball to, like, what's well, not a soccer ball, but using a ball to, like, smash brick walls is pretty cool. By <laughs> <laughs> like, using the ball's momentum. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Lots of fun. She she does help, though. Michelle Yeoh does come in that last fight. She Yeah, helps. In, that, in that last one. But there's, I don't
1: know, it just, her, her role just kind of felt relegated to the background a little bit in the last half
0: yeah yeah i can see what you're saying but yeah she still does a playing poor role she holds the unit hostage yeah and then i mean she captured um, him
1: so that's pretty important
0: <laughs> yeah she does kick out she took out the general of the army that's how good she is and in that fight scene the dynasty warrior fight scene she's holding her own by herself against a whole army like it's pretty good yeah <laughs> so at least she's a strong character and and most of it i think that wraps us up i don't know if you anything else you want to talk about
1: uh i don't think so we we hit all the stuff we wanted to and and didn't you know we were not ex extensively covering scene by scene it's not really need to so that frees up anyway. if you haven't watched it um we didn't go scene by scene there's a lot going on uh otherwise a lot of little little fun touches and quite a few other fight scenes we didn't talk about so that leaves some uh, things for other people to enjoy
0: yeah for sure also for me the, the, the action and the kung fu is the cake and the moral and the plot that I take from it, and like the on the story is the icing um so you can watch it and just enjoy the cake, but you could, there's icing too if 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 you can take it as well, yeah,
1: well, I mean, they kept it light, so you're not they're not really spoon feeding you anything um in this film uh, no. the the parts that are obvious are just they're obvious and they're not heavy handed with it. Um, they kind of, as we mentioned, sprinkle in the be- maybe in the beginning and a little bit at the end, just a reminder to go, "Hey, this is what <laughs> this is what the movie like is ultimately about for the characters." But um, as far as entertainment goes, it's like like we said, it's it's the whole time. Like they don't let up; it's always something's happening. So that that was good mm-hmm. and quite a welcome change of pace from the last few uh, where the. <laughs> Some of it felt like Three three Force Movie was a prologue to get to the one action scene, whereas this is action all the time, and then here's your little bit of plot to justify it. And that's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, and I think in this case, I think that's what I like about good uh, Hong Kong cinema is less is more sometimes. They can tell a story with very little said. Yeah, and yeah. I actually, I actually take a lot from this film, despite how simple and little the plot is. <laughs> um, yeah, good times. Let's watch this one next week and talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would work. No, probably <laughs> not. Keep myself even more. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, I started outdoors.
1: watching. Um, oh, now I've got the title. It's it's like Kung Fu Fighter from Canton or something. Um, it's basically a Kung Fu story um, on the – there's the the coolie fighter in Kung Fu Hustle, the one that he gets his head chopped off. It's like yep. his – because he's one of the Ten Tigers of Kwantung, so it's his story before he, like, left the martial world and went to go stay in, like, the hotel – or not hotel, but the Foshan or whatever it was. So I don't I don't know if it's specifically the same character, but it's a dude that just like carries baggage around, and then um, a gang, of course, comes to to take over the economy of his town, and he steps up to to defend um, the people that he works with, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely it's like a nineteen like a late seventies film, so uh, they're pretty easy on the plot and just a bunch of dudes fighting.
0: <laughs> so it's it's pretty good on that count. So it's the same type of character that yeah. the Kung Fu guy. Because mm-hmm. that's a good point. I would really like to see, because we've got all those mars- masters, I would actually love to see spin off films about how they got to that point. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> and, that's,
1: that's what a lot of, I mean, as far as I'm aware, they were all, aside from the younger guy, um, playing older versions of characters they've played in like the 70s. So they all have those stories. So, you I know, mean, we just kind of got to dig into them and, and pick some and just watching cool. them. <laughs> so, the,
0: so the movie Kung Fu Hustle used characters that already had their own sub-stories, so they don't have... Yeah, this is like... From other films. It literally cool. is sort of like that
1: retirement home idea um, that they're they're dealing with. And then we get to see, like, them do a little bit of their old glory days, but they have films mm-hmm. and they have stuff that is the is those... The, takes care of the backstories for those characters. This is like an epilogue that, to their lives. Is it the same actor? No, Not think. this, because this was a younger... Um, the the guy in Kung Fu was much younger than the other the other dude. Yeah, was.
0: that's what I was going to say. He's very young. But the other guys, were, um,
1: um, they had done way old. those movies previously.
0: Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's a fun twist. And it makes that movie even deeper and, and richer. Because it was cool having those masters there, but uh, yeah, having that that they are based on other characters from other films makes it even cooler.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's that idea of seeing these old, um, these actors that have been, you know, staples in the Hong Kong cinema and, you know, perhaps like childhood favorites and heroes and then watching them, you know, one last time. I mean, in Kung Fu Hustle, of course, wasn't specifically the last time, but it was a nice reunion of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I did on Amazon. Prime on, I don't know if it's on the other versions, but on the US version they just put out um, one of the nineteen seventy, like early 70s, or maybe late 60s um, uh, Wong Fei-Hung films, so I'll have to I put that on my watch list, so oh, I'll, cool! I'll check it out But uh, nice. Yeah, so either some, some older 70s ones will be good, or uh, we can start our giant march into the Monkey Madness—that <laughs> is all of the uh, uh, Sun Wukong f- f- films, of which there are many.
0: Well, that—that's a good point. I, I tweeted at you this week. Um, I just saw that there's a new Monkey it's a Legend TV of series, Monkey, right? Yeah, being done, but it's a Western version. It's it's actually filmed here in New Zealand, and it, it looks like it's got the Xena and Hercules treatment like vibe <laughs> that's yeah yeah it's, it's i'm not a keen on it <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's it's its own
1: genre sort of subgenre. um there was a film that was a i think it was a co-production a, a chinese and western co-production in two 2000
0: yeah J- Jilly. yeah Jilly no not, not that Jackie one Jean. there was
1: an earlier one um it's called the lost kingdom um, and that one has, uh, the, the lead actor is, I think he's in some CSI, like police procedural drama these days. But before that movie, the only thing he had done was the, the TV show Dharma and Greg, like that's literally what he was known for. And then all of a sudden he's doing this Kung Fu movie. So it was pretty funny.
0: The only Lost Kingdom I'm aware of is the From Software game. No, this on uh, let me see, I can
1: pull up the, pull up the link, because it's it's pretty, it has um, uh, Biling, I think is in it, or maybe it's Gong Li, I want to say it's Biling.
0: That's funny. Uh, Hercules and the Lost Kingdom is what came up in my search. <laughs> <laughs> the last Lost Kingdom? No, it still doesn't. No. It's weird, I mean.
1: Wizards of the Lost Kingdom? No, I don't want Wizards yeah, of the Lost Kingdom. that's what's me. I'm pretty sure that's what it's
0: called is it no, no, is it well, based on the Empire, mo- maybe Empire. okay is it based on the the monkey legends yeah some of it is um
1: there we go no that's a miniseries
0: that's a 1984 one and the ladies are wearing almost no clothes so i don't think that's it
1: no it's, not, no, it's a thing <laughs> I, I own it somewhere okay it's it's the it is the tv miniseries but it it's a like it's a i don't know they filmed it into one. One movie, so it's the one that says "The Monkey King" or "The Lost Empire." It's a, it's it's two hours long. That's why they just called it a miniseries. Um, two
0: thousand and one, because there's a, 19, no, no, a 1984 the, the, the Lost Empire. Atlantis, the Lost Empire. That's not
1: it. <laughs> no, it's just called the Lost Empire. And it says TV series, but it's not a TV series.
0: TV miniseries.
1: Yeah. It's uh, Thomas Gibson is the main guy, but he's the dude from Dharma and Greg.
0: Oh, yeah. Isn't he doing Dharma and Greg again? Does that, was uh, that the one that came, that came back? That was Will and Grace back. that came back, wasn't
1: it? Will and, I don't know. Really <laughs> I have
0: no idea. I don't watch those
1: shows anymore. I'm not uh, no, up on that. No, this is
0: familiar. It was oh, pretty ridiculous,
1: but I remember enjoying it. I think when it came out, but there was also a dearth of like anything like this at the time. Yeah. But it has a pretty good. Um, the, the the cast is extensive. There's a lot of people on this. Uh, it, well, at least they got technically Chinese people. Two episode.
0: Yes, that seemed to be quite common back then. That um, I worked on a film, movie like this. That it's like it's a two-part movie, but it goes straight to TV. Yeah, this one um, was straight to video. Um, there was like a, there was actually quite a good one, uh, Merlin. I really liked that one as a kid. Oh, did you um, see that? Yeah, was that the one with
1: the, um, Sam Neil?
0: Yeah, he's a Kiwi. Yeah, um, that
1: was good. I, I watched
0: that on TV. Yeah, yeah, and then I I did the BBC, The Lost World. Um, Film. I was among, I was a, have I told you about that? I was an ape man. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, a, I was, I don't know if you know, it's based on the book by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah. I'm um, familiar
1: with the story. The,
0: huh? Most people, yeah, don't know that one. But yeah, it's basically, it's Jurassic Park, um, but in At the center Old the England. I mean. Yeah. Well, no, that's, it's, well, it's, it's, it's actually very one. similar to the this one's idea, a plateau though. in South America. Yeah. Yeah, yes. It's Journey I to the Earth. Uh, You're right
1: i want to say it's the
0: the lost continent of mu or something um like oh, yeah, i'm not sure anyway but yeah the by, the premise of the lost uh the lost lost world was yeah that these explorers go and find this plateau that's in south america and it's been isolated from the rest of the world and so evolution has happened so dino- they were protected from like the meteors so mm-hmm. the dinosaurs weren't weren't killed and humans have um there's half apes half men and then there's also tribes tribesmen and stuff and i was an ape man and i get (laughs) shot in the back and die in a waterfall Um, spoilers
1: on your own island that's rude
0: yeah so but we were killing people and eating them so we were the bad guys (laughs) um So, yeah, those TV series, they don't really do them anymore, those mini movies, those all long movies. They don't seem to be as common.
1: Yeah. No, I don't think they are. But it was around that time. They do I mean there's a lot yeah. of, of course, uh direct um, yeah, to DVD or direct to video um movies. I I don't know, Amazon's oh not Amazon, um Netflix has been doing a lot of quote unquote Netflix originals and, and at least um funding a lot of these things.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess the, I guess TV's changed a lot. I, I just don't I don't even have TV in my house. We just have Netflix and Crunchyroll and
1: Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's enough. There's, there's there's far too much on mm. there to try to watch anyway. As attested yeah, exactly. by my like queue
0: that's a bazillion movies long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's an interesting. One. I never heard of this one. Um The Lost Empire. Well, it's also known as the Monkey King yeah because it's It's monkey king the lost empire the monkey king
1: russell wong is uh um son wukong he's on the cover it's funny hair
0: yeah because then jet lee and jackie chan did one didn't they yes with a um a, a little white kid
1: yeah that was so disappointing so disappointing
0: it looked fantastic like it was very impressive looking from memory but well, it yeah, was yeah, everyone's
1: dream bit... movie, like, waiting for that to happen and have both Jackie Chan and Jet Li, like, at the same time, possibly fighting each other. Like, everyone was so excited. And then I went in the theater, and I was so disappointed. Yeah. Anyway.
0: <laughs> We're
1: rambling. Yeah. So, we'll, uh, I guess we'll see what uh, what next episode brings us. There's a, there's a lot to pick from, as as always.
0: Yes, a ton. A ton of movies. All right, Dave, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at
1: Centinot underscore plus. That's pretty much the only place you can find me <laughs> that I'm aware of.
0: It's a good place to be. Um, yeah, see, people complain about Twitter and how there's lots of trash, but I just don't see it because I think I just don't follow. I follow the right people like i follow like a real specific community
1: uh, yeah <laughs> so i don't well, see a lot of the, trash. the same thing i don't see much on there at all because almost everything that i follow are stuff that follows me so it's like an, i've insulated myself from most of the ridiculousness i don't know yeah. it's the only thing i use the internet for is like twitter and then some podcast stuff i guess
0: yeah cool um and i am Vader Van Oden almost everywhere. Uh, and yeah, I do a little bit more side stuff with the YouTube and whatnot. So yeah, you can find me at Vader If you're interested. Yeah. This has been a funny episode. Thanks for talking with me, Dave. I um, yeah. appreciate you letting me be a terrible host and take this number 20. <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't have to do another one for another 20 episodes. So. <laughs> yeah. You got You got off the hook for another year yep yes all right um oh what's up catchphrase you're gonna have to do it i can't remember it (laughs) all right well uh stay tuned
1: next time for something else something new and something kung fu
0: yes bye-bye bye-bye